Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Visit us. Join us at the store if you can. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can phone in with your questions, 356-9397, or even text us at 351-5357. Our plant experts are standing by, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Steve Brown. Good morning, Tamara. How are you? I'm doing very well. Excellent. Beautiful morning. Morning, huh? It's fantastic. It truly is. Yes, it is. Yes. And did you have any outside relaxation time this morning before you made no, it in here? Riding here in a top-down car. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I didn't know if you sat outside. If either of you got to enjoy the morning outdoors for a few minutes or not. So. Yeah. I, I did. I had a, a a dog walk, which was great. Oh, I'll right. bet nice. it was. You know, wow. It's it's fun to do that in the morning. It's a great morning to it's do. So it, peaceful. Yeah. 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 Speaking of peaceful, do either I know you've got the the pond water feature as yes. far as relaxation and sound yeah, yeah. and yeah. sight beauty. Yep. Um, are you considering any kind of water feature, John? Is it in the horizon or offing for you? It's not in the horizon. No. Okay. You'd be picking up leaves out of it all the time, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. But not. But I mean, you know, smaller fountain, portable, anything. One of the. I you know I wish I would have. A long time ago, I had one of the the bell or jar fountains. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. those just have the best sound. Yeah, yeah they those do. Are nice. And I think that would be an awesome thing to have. They're, they're something tamer that we still carry. Oh, and we have some peppers for you too, by the oh, way. Oh, fabulous! Um, Thank you. Think um, <laughs> but they're those great bell fountains, and the and the water just trickles yeah. over the side and goes down. And then you and then it actually drops and resonates inside the fountain, so there's a deeper sound there it's just a great piece mm-hmm. this would have been a nice morning to have that feature it would be yeah hmm falling water yes nothing yeah. like it you're Water's right fantastic I, yeah it is nice and i have a little one that has the they look like rain barrels little yeah. brown rain barrels and they're stacked up uh and i i get it out every spring the grandkids love it I bet. my husband loves it it's everybody <laughs> wants to play in it yes and i let them because i'm you know grandma tippy i let them that's yeah. just what it's you do not that's hurt great. anything right <laughs> yeah. but anymore yes i ended up uh i ended up getting rid of or taking it down disassembling it just a few weeks ago because oh. uh it i was getting tired of refilling it oh. and keeping it going <laughs> yes. so that it didn't acquire mosquitoes and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and digging the leaves out of it, they're starting. They're starting to fall, and uh, yeah, they are. So I, I just figured, okay, I, I, I'm kind of done with this for the season. Let's clean it up, put it away. And it was easy to do, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was nice to have. Yeah. But you're right. On a morning like this, I do wish that I still had it out. Yeah. And cleaned, well, and that's okay. So you could listen to it. Turn the faucet on and tape record the sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but uh, I'm kind of eyeballing those echinaceas that we got out there. Ooh, those it might be the nicest ones of the year yes. in terms of size and quality yes. and value. Yes. They're nine ninety nine. They're in big eight inch pots. And it's, I think they're all. Is it all the Cheyenne Spirit series? It Mostly. looks like it. I didn't yeah. look at the label. Mostly. Just a yeah. great yeah. assortment of colors. Yeah. Uh, just unbelievable. Oh, it's it's really. They're really beautiful. Uh, again, lots of fresh color out there for fall decorating. And I know last night we just just acknowledge and thank everybody who participated last night oh, in our yeah. Taste of Fall event. So oh, we yeah. had a a great kickoff to the fall season last night. A private event that we 
invited everyone to uh, via our email and, and via social media. And we had about 300 people, attendees here last night. And it was all to benefit Champaign County CASA. And we talked a little bit about that on the radio last uh, last Saturday when Mike Hale joined us. So just a lot of fun last night inside the store, a lot of food sampling and food tasting going on, uh, fall decorating tips and ideas. And John and Marianne did one on fall containers and front porch decorating and some nice. outdoor decorating ideas. And you tell a little bit about what you all I'll tell you what. Went over. Oh, you got to call. Save that for just a moment. Okay. Yes. Uh, let's go to the phone lines real quick where Rich is standing by from Muhammad. Good morning, Rich. Good morning. How are you today? We're doing well, thank you. Great. Hey, I live out here. Uh, we purchased our home uh, about 20 years ago, and we had an, uh, three areas that had uh, yucca plants, and we dug them up uh, oh, a couple months ago with the idea of changing our landscaping. And they came back, and I, I sprayed them with Roundup and stuff, and then they came back. And it sounds like they're pretty difficult to uh, get rid of. And I was wondering what what you would do or what uh, options I've got to try and get rid of the uh, the roots of the yucca plants. I, I think you're going to have them for a while. <laughs> There's oh, really? you're, What you're doing is the right thing to do, digging and spraying. Because, honestly, those those things just run. And I, would, they, I would dig and dab. Dig, Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. have you used the stump killing directions on the Roundup label? No. I would consider that, and that's where you would make a fresh cut on the the stem, the stump, whatever you want to call it, and then dab it on concentrated. Okay. And I think that would be your best chance, short of a backhoe and excavating the area. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. When I was reading some other places, they were saying, like, dig down three feet in an area twice as big as the, where it's, you know, twice as big as the plant that's blooming. And, well, and that'd be a start. <laughs> Yeah, put a basement in, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. A swimming pool, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the best answer, huh? Yeah, that's... I think that's really the only way to go is to use something yeah. that's designed to kill stumps and uh, not not the products where you drill holes and pour it in and burn them out kind of thing, but right. one that's actually designed to kill the stump. And Roundup has that directions on the label, and there'd be a few other products out there on the market as well. And that would be the non-concentrated Roundup that you're talking about then? Or no, it would be the... Con- it, no, it's the concentrated Right. I'm sorry. Yes, the, the, the concentrate, the not the kind yeah, that you buy that you're ready to spray. No. Right. No. That's right. No. Okay. She's one of the foam brushes that you or an inexpensive brush that you can d- dispose of. Okay. All right. And, uh, Good thank luck. You so much. But, but make the, as soon as you make the cut, if you can, get the dabbing going on yep. so it right, doesn't callous right. over all at all. Same, all at the same time. Right. Yep. 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 Yeah. All righty. Good well, luck. I appreciate Good luck it. With that, Rich. <laughs> Thank sure. you. Enjoy Thanks listening for calling to me. in. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a great morning. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. So last night, Marianne, John, you were giving some demonstrations. Mostly talking. You know, that's what we're good at. And showing. <laughs> Show and tell. We put up a, a, a really nice display in the back, John did, and um, showing a lot of the color that we have for fall, well, which is just tremendous. Again, just yes. even that simple thing where you had the echinaceas and the galvanized uh, planter. Oh, hub. yeah. I sold two sets of those. I can believe it. It was just, just three pots plopped in this um, oval container uh, galvanized container it was just so simple and so cool it was so pretty really? just gorgeous color I'll bet. yeah and then sometimes you have to to bust out the 
the lights. Yes. Because, you know, it starts to get dark this time of year. Mm-hmm. So, so putting uh, string lights, little Christmas lights, you know, those little tiny lights, mm-hmm. inside a chrysanthemum, a big chrysanthemum. Oh. It just is, it's a simple thing, but, man, they just glow. And especially the amber lights are, oh, are great. Gosh, yeah. Oh, gosh. It's yes. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it just really feel like fall then. And you also have the orange lights. Uh, yeah, for, but for you Halloween people. Halloween yeah. theme. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And purple. You have purple lights? Yeah, oh, for Halloween. Duh. Excellent. Come on, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. What's Halloween yeah. without orange and purple? I have no idea. Seriously, I know. <laughs> anyway, we oh God. So, so, so we, yeah. go ahead. So we got in, <laughs> are they excited about something the, or what? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's a it's a pouch bag. It's planted that you can hang on on your wall, a fence, or lamppost. And we do them on the, in the spring, you know, with impatience and things like that. Okay. But, but they have chrysanthemums. I saw those. I have never seen those before anywhere. Yes, it it turned my head when I was sure. strolling through. Absolutely, it, very cool. Uh, those are seriously cool. Yeah, they're they're really fun. So we have John put one up on a door back here, and it just it looks perfect. It's like yeah, let's just There's tie my door a bow, decoration. Look, tie a bow at the top, and you got a wreath. It's done. That's right. Yeah. How simple is that? Yeah. And they aren't yeah. cut. They're planted. Right. Right. Yeah, just just exactly. water. Just remember to water them. Yep. Oh, that. Oh, it'll tell you if you don't. Oh, that. <laughs> That's neat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is cool. There, it's actually, yeah, like Marianne said, new this year. And, and uh, so it's really just a, a trial thing that uh, we worked out with the grower. And so it, and it sounds like the response is going to be there. So it'll be definitely an item in the lineup next year yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're, they're seriously cool. I didn't think I was going to like them at first, but I do. Definitely. And and then we had, you know, everybody wants flowers at their front door to welcome people. You know, it's such an inviting thing. So we've got some of the greatest planters in this last week, mixed containers. Uh, and I, everybody stopped and, and had to touch the celosia. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, that the coxcomb, the long kind of pointed one that's kind of fuchsia color. Yes. Um, celosia it just, intense. It's it just, in, yeah, just, yeah. you just need to, just compels you to come over and pet it. Yes. And how about the dragon's breath solution? Oh the other my one. Oh my gosh, gosh. Yeah. that is just fabulous. Mm, I just love it. Talk about dramatic. <laughs> that is just awesome. A little more red. Yep. And then the uh, uh, Rebecca's with all the the screaming color, the the bright yellow, but then it's got the rusty or brown brown centers and and different configurations of the leaf petals. So a couple different sizes of sunflowers out there. Yep. So, yeah. again, just fall color. And, of course, mums. And Linda and the crew just did a tremendous job on the crop again this year. Oh. And so we've got these, uh, the smallest ones are not small. They're, you know, basketball size oh or bigger. Oh, my goodness. And they're four ninety seven. And then they go on up from there in terms of size and price. But they're just phenomenal in terms of shape, uniformity, color, uh, just about anything you could possibly want. And they're so fresh. They're just starting to show color right now. So it's going to last for weeks and weeks and weeks oh, yeah. uh, in the yard. And last, last week we talked a little bit about if you wanted to plant them in the ground, how you could help them overwinter and be more of a true perennial in the landscape versus just a fall accent and, or how you could just treat them as a fall accent and walk away from it after the, this season. But anyway, tons and tons and tons of color out there. There's much more now than ever. And the other thing, with that great rain that we had a week ago now, which is hard to imagine it was a week ago already, uh, talk about prime digging. So if I was going to plant any of the trees and shrubs or the perennials that are out there on sale, 
do it. I'd be doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Some of the nicest burning bush that we've ever had are out there in three-gallon pots right now, and they're 40% off. It's fabulous. Those are going to wow. be spectacular. Those are awesome. The ornamental yeah. grasses are like 50% off. I've been oh, yeah. eyeballing those. Yeah. Honestly. I was, I was digging on Wednesday, and... Uh, how was it? It was just like butter. It was, was great. It? Perfect. Oh yeah. Excellent. These peppers are beautiful. Well, they are, and I thought I thought one a couple orange. of things. You could certainly take them home and and eat them and enjoy them. But I thought, considering your favorite holiday is Halloween, you could make maybe a a necklace out of them. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> sure. He's designing it for and, you right and now. And dry. I guess. So. Dry them. Now these are not the ghost peppers you were talking about, right? Oh no, no. These okay. are sweet. Uh, these are, uh, is it petite orange and petite red? I think that's correct. It, it's uh, part of the series that we carry from uh, the Proven Winners people. It's part of their Proven Selections series. And talk about one of the most rewarding, reliable peppers to grow. They're fantastic. But we'll carry them again next spring. And, Good. And um, they're prolific, to say the least, as you can tell. I like that idea that, that you could have an edible necklace. Well, well, and if you just want to just dry them and string them, yeah. and that's what we'll do with the hot peppers with the That'd be fun. serranos and stuff like that. That's cool. Not nice. make necklaces out of them necessarily, well, yeah, but, you but, can but just, them dry, just dry them. and then. Yeah. So how handy would that be when you're cooking? You just pull one off and oh. use it. <laughs> would that be the best? Yeah. Kind of like your tool okay. belt, but yeah, not. But except it's around your neck. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> it's a stretch. Your sorry. pepper necklace uh. to the rescue. Yeah, it's amazing how uniform the color is, though, in the orange. They're fantastic. They're all the exact same hue and everything. Beautiful. They are beautiful. Anyway, not to handle your food too much here, but anyway, there we go. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I'm done playing. Are you? So coming up next weekend, we have the fall festival. Yeah, it's like one event and now the next. So yeah. next Saturday, a week from today, we've got the fall festival outside there, and it's intended for those young or young at heart if you will uh, so there's anything from pony rides and petit zoo and we're really excited this year because the Muhammad ffa um, group is going to be out here with uh, some animals and petting zoo and some interactive educational oh, yeah. things for the kids oh, so it's going to be a whole nother twist to it this year cool. uh, better than ever yeah and be um, there'll be free games and there's some pumpkin kinds, decorating pumpkin decorating and all kinds of goodies face, face painting, painting blue animals you name all it that. Yeah. yeah games yeah so Food no trucks. rest for the crew here as far as getting ready for that one and yeah, clearing thanks. out some space. Yeah. And it's but, again, it's going to be a blast. And but it yeah, goes from 9 to 5 it's next really Saturday, fun. the yeah, 22nd. It is. Yeah. It is yeah. fun. Yeah. I know my grandkids love coming here, but what surprises me is that my kids love coming here. That's awesome. You know, because we <laughs> well, all have such a great time together, you know, we just stroll about. There's always something it's not like for an someone. entrance fee or anything. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and like the kids can enjoy the animals, and then we'll go ahead and, and buy a ticket or two and let them ride the pony rides. And, and then they can go outside and take, have their picture taken on the big red chair. Everybody does that. Yes. I mean, seriously, everybody. You, ha you have... Great photo opportunities. Then you can go and have some food carries. and the trucks. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. something for everybody. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Very fun. So Fall Festival happening next Saturday from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. And you can find out more at the Prairie Gardens website, prairiegardens.com. So have y'all been busy in your yards this past week? No. No time. I did. No time. <laughs> hey, yeah, what were you digging for? Well, I bought uh, some cool boxwoods. It's called Golden Triumph. Oh yeah, they have That's a. It's beautiful. It's green with a with a yellow margin. Yep. Beautiful. Uh, or gold margin, 
Uh, so For those that are detail-oriented that can't tell the variegation from a distance at all, but you yeah. know because you're a designer yeah. man. Yeah. It just lightens up, brightens up an area. I think it's really beautiful. Yeah, I have this area where I get uh, four to five hours of sun, which is precious. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's going to look Your one tomato good. plant, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> we don't even have that. But uh, so I have a, a parking uh, area in front of my house. So they'll be right there at the parking and kind of dividing it off from the entrance to the house. So it'll be cool. Nice. Okay. Very pretty. And uh, I planted a bunch of liriope. Nice. nice. Like... 30-some plants, anyway. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway. <laughs> what is liriope? It's a... Is it a shrub? It's a ground cover, basically. Oh. It's kind of a grassy... Uh, it's about six, eight inches tall. Um, I got the one that's variegated, green with white margins. Very nice. Also yeah. pretty. And it gets a great uh, purple flower in the fall. Aw. Like it's blooming right now. That's lovely. As opposed to the spring. And you and you chose the variegated one versus the green one for what reason? For so it'll be bright. Okay, because you, again, you're more shaded, and you wanted something yeah. lighter and brighter. So I have dappled shades. So, stand, stand so yeah. So so uh, then I also have a lot of pachysandra and ivy, English ivy, ground covers. So that kind of uh, and hostas. So that kind of contrasts against. Nice. The green. Yep, right. absolutely. Yeah. I can see Very that. nice. Yeah. It's a great ground cover. Yeah. It's a semi-evergreen. Yes. Nice. It's nice. Uh, somewhat salt tolerant, so yeah. I've seen it along some parkways yes. where, you know, the streets might get plowed and kicks it up there. Not that it loves it, but it seems to tolerate it better than some other ground covers. Yeah. It sure. often winter burns around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can just kind of whack, whack it off at the <laughs> ground uh, yep. as you go into next spring after it kind of gets beat up a little bit. It comes uh, right back. And it's going to get beat up like that a little bit more in the sunny areas than it would if it's uh, yeah. a little bit more shaded. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But it's a pretty easy thing to do for your spring maintenance. You just kind of go through. Um, I'll probably use the weed whacker. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Or take that mower and. <laughs> yeah. Mow high. Yeah. Yeah. I do that too. Yeah. Where's Lydia when you need her? No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia Podico, miss that girl. Uh, yeah, and I, I can't say that I have been very busy in my garden. I do have a quick question, though. I wanted to uh, transplant some rose moss, and I know that it, it, it can grow in poor soil, but when I'm actually planting it on purpose, do I? Do I want to give it poor soil, or can I go ahead? Do I want to enrich the soil with compost and whatnot? I think you plant it wherever you want to. It's going to adapt to almost any situation. I've never seen it not grow. Yeah, I think it would like, a, ideally, a well-drained, well-drained soil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, sure, probably add a little bit of organic material to the soil, and you'd be better off. Okay. Now, as far as transplanting it, I don't know if I'd bother because it is an annual. Right. Uh, but it will but reseed it does, itself. Okay. So. Um, because I've heard people say that it really, it kind of acts as a perennial in that. Well, it, 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 does it doesn't, but it seeds year. itself. And yeah. that's, exactly. why, that's why it appears to come back all the time. Okay. So if you were to transplant the mother plant right now, um, you know, you may have discarded some seeds in the current area. And, and perhaps you could then get some seeds in this new area to overwinter and come back. Um, so I guess from that standpoint, I would consider it. Or, or maybe dig it up now and, co- and put it in a bag, collect the seeds in a bag, 
or the whole plant for that matter. I'll just dig it up and shake it over this yeah, new area. Exactly. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and and yes, yeah, then seed where you want them. Okay, put the seeds where you want them. All right, but don't necess- It doesn't necessarily have to have icky soil. I poor I've soil, I should say. Always put mine in a rock garden, like Steve said. It's that would create sharper drainage, but it it'll seed into the flat areas. I've I've had it seed everywhere. Well, and, and the way I look at it too is this: when it's grown in the greenhouse, they don't come back with a crappy soil mix and plant it in that to have it grow. They use a yeah. a good, well-drained soil mix to produce it in the greenhouse, and I think that's a pretty good indication that. Proper drainage is what you're really after. Yeah. And the best way to get proper drainage in our gardens here in the Midwest is a combination of either elevation and or organic matter that will, the water will shed through more quickly than a heavier clay soil. Okay. So. All right. There you go. Thank you. 356-9397. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. So last night with our setup. We also had a lot of flyers about things to do in your garden in the fall. How wonderful. It's that time of year. Right. Yeah. And that's so great. You put together a checklist. It's, yeah, just suggestions about things to do. But, you know, there's several things that are really good to do this time of year. And I I think I've talked about this for a couple of weeks now. One of the things is about pruning. And this is the time to start evaluating. I'm going to prune that out in a few weeks. I'm going to prune that out in a few weeks. So, yeah, things like that. That's the, one of the things to think about. Starting your compost pile, starting a new flower bed, get get the soil prepared because soil preparation is always the key to a good flower bed or vegetable bed or whatever you're going to plant. Right. So soil prep is really important, but it's great to get your uh, a head start now. You know, put your compost in, whatever amending you need to do to for whatever you're going to plant. So it's time to think about it. All right. Yeah, that's a that's a yeah. Absolutely, evaluate how the performance of certain trees or shrubs or or annuals, perennials, whatever. Uh, how well did it do in that area? What I need to change it for next year. So yeah, there's a lot of things that you can do. And then you said you want to wait a couple of weeks until you actually prune because you want to wait till things go dormant? Yeah, a little more into their dormancy process. It's it's not, some things can be pruned now, but waiting a little bit, a few weeks, I think. And I, w- I would, because you don't yeah. want to read, right now, if you're pruning, there's a good chance you're going to stimulate some new growth. And you don't, and want, you don't do want that. You want things to slow down. And because if you stimulate a bunch of new growth right now, it may not harden off going into the winter. It's going to have a harder time getting through that period of time. So I think you just kind of let the plant chill. And then yeah. after we've had a hard frost or two, I'd consider doing it. Then then you can consider pruning. Yeah, yeah or okay. over the course of the winter. Yeah. Okay. Or early spring after it blooms next year. depends on what it is. Or, But ask us, you, and we'll tell you. <laughs> when or, your clippers are or, in your hand, whatever works. I know. My, my luck, it would be something that you had to leave the bud on throughout the winter, and then suddenly there you go in the spring. And it's like, oh, that's, there it is. That's the thing about, well, uh, the question we get practically every week, and I'm surprised somebody hasn't asked yet this morning, hydrangeas blooming. You know, why isn't my hydrangea blooming? Well, that's one of the reasons, pruning at the wrong time. Oh. So this because some want to bloom on old wood, some want to bloom on new wood, and you have to know the difference. If you don't know what hydrangea you've got, play it on the safe side. 
Yeah, just don't. Don't prune or prune right after they flowered because yep. that's when they start putting out their buds for the following season. Okay. So if yeah. you don't know, play on the safe side. Yeah. So. Good advice. Yep. Kind of same thing with my magnolia tree. Exactly. They've got their buds on them right now, so you don't want to be pruning on them. Right. Okay. Or hopefully they do. I have to look. Now you've got me curious. I oh, have I'm been sure. so busy with other things. So <laughs> you, you, you want to run through some of the things on this list that you've got going on for for winter? Ten things to do for the fall well, garden. We just talked about evaluating the performance of plants. So yep. check, check yep. mark. Yep. I, you know what? I'm just like out of there, out of there, out of there. I'm editing now. I've just just keep yourself paced here. She's man. cleaning out the closets. <sighs> New flower beds, it's time to think about that. Moving and dividing plants, perennials. Oh. Now's the time. I just had somebody ask last night about peonies. Now's the time to, to move oh, yeah. or dig up or divide peonies. Okay. So that's, oh, that's the time to do peonies is the fall when they're in dormant. So deadheading, we were just talking about that. Deadheading, and then you will uh, use that for compost. <laughs> Start right. your pile. Or your, put it in your bin or whatever you have if you want to great idea that's super and if you don't have time to do any of that get your digital camera out and take lots of pictures because you forget what things look like or where things are at yes i think it's one of the best tools you can have in your garden well absolutely <laughs> because like who's gonna who you know we always talk about writing things down and yeah. what we did like my dad has this cool thought that i have this he wrote everything down that he would do in the garden and what year it was. That is so awesome. I, I just love it. I was looking through it the other day. But that's cool. You know, <laughs> that's probably where you got this list from, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, no, but, but yeah, but the camera is so much easier. Oh, it, it, how many times I've wanted to map my garden. I'm, I'm doing all these drawings, and I'm thinking, what am I doing? You know, I've got a million plants in the garden. It's like, yeah, so a digital camera really helps a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, having to draw it all, you mean just So basically, job. if you had a pair of Felcos and a digital camera... You don't need anything and else. A five-gallon bucket. That's right. With, and, and compost. What else and do you need? Yeah. What yeah. else do you need? Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So, <laughs> but one of the things, actually, we have a whole. We have two flyers. Uh, or we had handouts last All the night other ones, yeah. about um, trees and shrubs for fall color, and that's one of the things you want to think about. Where do I need color? Oh, wouldn't that burning bush look great right there? I mean, talk about red. Uh, burning bushes. There's no better red in the fall garden. Seriously. And there's lots of trees, lots of shrubs that have great color. Yeah. So now's the time to start thinking about where you need that. And that's where your camera or your phone would come in handy. Oh, yeah. Take the picture of it now and when you see it and the week's coming up. And then that way this following spring you can say, I need that tree or I need that shrub. And I can't tell you how many times I've had customers say, did you see that bush? Yeah. <laughs> at, on 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 the parking over on Main Street in Urbana, and I'm oh, I didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you see something you like, take a picture of it. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to go in. Well, maybe you do want to go in somebody's backyard when they're not home, but don't. And take pictures, you well, know. Yeah, in the backyard. <laughs> ask. Right. Yeah, ask permission at least. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I have done that. You stop at these, just like, holy cow, and you just pull over at the gorgeous, side of the yeah. road. And you've got to pull out your phone yeah. and pull it up and take a photo of it. Or yeah. a few. If it's something you think you want in your garden, take take a picture and, and then start looking for it. Try to get it identified. And yeah. yeah. 
see if you can find it. Well, but and even still, yeah. also with taking pictures of what you already have in your garden, it, it, it even like this past summer, I think it was early summer, I was flipping through some of my photos, and I came upon our burning, burning bushes that I had taken last fall. Yes. And just when they were bright red. And, yeah. You know, here it's, you know, early summer, and they're just green. and Right. You know, and they're fine, but it's like, oh, wow, I, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I have this to look forward to. It is that to. red. Almost as red as those peppers that Steve brought in. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> maybe even just a little deeper. Yeah, maybe. But it's, a great, it's a great fall coloration. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, you've got to really remember you got to remember to allow space for those any plant that's a mistake we all make is yeah we, we plant that yeah. uh, burning you've bush made that mistake two feet yeah yeah two it's feet not, from the house right? it's not one that you're going to plant in between the sidewalk and the garage you no know? <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Pay attention to the labels. Yeah. Unless you want to be walking around it. <laughs> but, but that's one that's that's so beautiful when you in, you can enjoy it from far away. Yeah. So it's it something that for the borders. Yeah. yeah absolutely, yeah. it is. Good point. I just had a, a customer asking about use uh, wanting a, a something to shield a, a gas tank, and oh. she was looking at viburnums, and yeah. we talked about the euonymus, and and I. I said, you know, in the winter, when all the leaves are off the viburnum, it's not nearly as dense of a uh, branching system as, as the burning bush is. So she came in last night and said, yeah, I got the burning bush, and I think that was a much better choice. So it'll shield it all the time. You know, it's going to lose its leaves, you know, turn red, lose its leaves. But still, it's more of a dense branching, so it, sure. it, it's going to be more of a screen in the wintertime, too. Oh, if I you're not going that. after the evergreens, yeah. Right. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to our service berry tree too because oh. it turns bright golden. Yeah, those are nothing like them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. I want to mention too that you have all of your spring bulbs in, and talk about a plethora of color. It's just every color in the rainbow in the spectrum, and then some. That's on the list. It's going right up, right in there. Oh, on the list yep. for fall stuff because now's when you plant for spring color. Okay. Think ahead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's too far to think ahead. I know. That's next spring. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, well worth it. Yeah, it is. So come find some tulips or hydrangea or. It, it's it's interesting. I was helping somebody the other day about um, said he'd never planted bulbs before, and and that's neat. You know, the first time it's like, oh yeah. Which would you do? Would you do the individual ones or the packaged ones? And I want to do these and a smaller one. We have mixed packages here that you don't have to make a decision. I love that. You just pick out the color. There's tulips and daffodils in, in a bag, and, and there there's some that are towards the peach colorations and some towards the yellow colorations, and then there's pink and purple and, uh, you know, a, a hyacinth and a, and a uh, I, what was it? I've forgotten. Maybe a tulip. But, yeah, there's just the combinations are there for you. On the other hand, people that are collectors and want specific colors and sizes and bloom times, you know, that's the way to go. But do it now while they're still here. Right. I saw a whole cartload go out yesterday. I mean, a full cartload of bulbs. Wow. Yeah. Fabulous. It's like, that's going to take you eight years to plant. No, we'll do it in a day. Yeah, well, right. And a big part <laughs> of it just is, you know, how well prepared the soil is, too. Yeah. You know, if it's a heavy soil, it's going to be a more difficult challenge. And, again, with any bulb, you want good drainage. Uh, it's not why the, they're not grown out here in 
the fields. Uh, no, they not. have to be grown in certain parts of the world, and, and really there's probably only even one part in the country where bulbs are even grown successfully here in a commercial setting out in Oregon. But uh, that's why Holland is such a great place for it in terms of the moderate temperatures and the great drainage that they have, and yeah. um, that's why they dominate the marketplace. And then I think Israel and a few other places in the Middle East uh, are competitors too in terms of crop production. But if you're going to, again, improve the drainage, add the organic matter like they're talking about with these other things, do the same thing for the bulbs if you can, yep. and uh, you'll have much better results. Okay, good. And don't hesitate to plant plenty deep on those guys. Yeah. Yeah, it, keep the squirrels away. To, yeah, but, and it didn't Jack tell us uh, just if you have squirrel issues, just plant them a little deeper. If not six inches, maybe seven inches. They'll find their way out. Eight. They're clever. Right. Yeah. So they'll get there. That's right. But, and but we don't want to do that. We don't want to start until mid to later October. Yeah, let the soil temps go down a little yeah. bit. Oh, okay. But get them now because people are buying them like crazy. Yes. Nice nice selection. Yeah. God, there's a lot of color. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. And uh, my favorite tool, the, the auger that Yay. you put on the drill. Your second favorite tool. Uh, yeah, probably. Next to the five-gallon five bucket. Yeah. Yeah. My, bucket <laughs> my bucket's the fa- most favorite. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then just use the auger, you mean, and drill drill in, just plop the bulb in. Yep. Yep. Do nice. you ever torque your wrists when you're uh, using that auger? Oops, that was a root. Did you ever spin and fall on your uh, keister? I've, 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've, hit, I've hit tree roots, believe me. Yeah. Ow. Sounds yeah. <laughs> unpleasant. Yeah, oops. <laughs> and, and they're great tools if you don't try and force it. But, yeah. you know, again, if you're in a heavy soil, you've got to kind of yeah. yeah. get some compost going. Makes a difference. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, let me guess, compost, compost, compost. You've got it. Okay. <laughs> Good girl. And then do you have to worry about mulching much on top of them for as they go through winter? Not to help them overwinter, but mulch is just a great um, insulator. Or right. Just but you don't have to baby them necessarily. No, no. I think, you know, you're going to want to make sure you water them after you plant them and that they get some adequate moisture in the fall. Yeah. So they can go ahead and develop a good root system because that's the whole idea. Yep. Okay. So if I was going to start a compost pile now, you got all this leaf debris. You got the grass that you could be collecting some of the grass to add to it. So you got to have what? A brown media. You got to have something green. green. You got to have some soil. Yeah. Well, Not potting soil, but right. soil from your garden. Yeah. Something indigenous that you've got bacterial and other microbes in. Yep. So it's actually pretty simple. Yeah, it is. Any couple top tips you want to lay out there? So, so this time of year, of course, we know we're not going to get the heat action going. So, so it's going to not be as active. Your pile is going to be a little bit larger over the winter than it would be during the the summer months. Okay. But uh, uh, I think it's the ratio basically of the brown and the green. Can I just have? it mounded together or do i have to actually have it uh contained somehow like walls or you can just mound it yep okay then i think i have a compost mound going in Yay. my backyard <laughs> there you go and you can you can really be active in terms of turning it managing it yeah. or you can be a little bit lazier or sloppy and your results will be according to how much effort you put in it to some extent yep. right. and how quickly you're able to cycle through it. Okay. I mean, the most extreme ones are the the bins that you can just go out there and put in and rotate and 
yeah. you know, do the spinning kind of thing, and you can turn compost out faster than nobody's business and yeah. something like that. But but I think back to the side, do I need sidewalls or whatever? Well, the disadvantage to that is you only, only have one access point perhaps for shoveling or two if it's if you got right. walls on two sides where if it's open, you can come through with a shovel and a wheelbarrow and hit on it from any sides. given oh, side. Absolutely. Yeah. So, in fact, on our handout here, it says bin or pile, oh. question mark. So, yeah, this is a great handout for starting. And it tells you, uh, you know, the... the brown materials, the green materials. It tells you materials not to put in your compost pile. What not to add? Oh, like banana peels? Oh, no, no. that's great. Okay. Well, you don't want, great. Of course, you don't want to put metal in it. But don't step right. on your compost pile. You might slip, Tamara, mm. with that, on that banana peel. Oh. <laughs> so be careful. And, yeah. There might be a coconut cream pie ready to slam into my face, yeah. too. Could be. <laughs> uh, Could be. Yeah. So, like, no, no meat products or bones and things like that. Okay. Oil. That seems like it would really smell after a little well, bit. Well, and also potential uh, food for critters. Yeah. You know, you don't want possums and raccoons coming Skunks around. Skunks and things. Skunks, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> worse than going out to your compost pile at night to add something to there and seeing those little eyes staring at this you. <laughs> glowy eyes. <laughs> How fun is that? <laughs> as long as it's not a skunk, please yeah. don't be a skunk. Uh, please don't be a skunk. Well, yeah. there's yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Funny. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you could use. You can use your vacuum cleaner lint, dryer lint. Really? Yeah. I had a professor tell me one time that if you can smell your compost pile, you just need to tweak the the ratio of brown to green. So you know, it's just a nice balance that you. Oh. So putting okay. it on, stirring it up. Getting moisture too, a little bit of moisture, a little bit of soil. Yeah, sometimes if it you know Pretty if it easy. rains a lot, then it gets too wet. You got to get in and stir it up. Stir it up some. Yeah. Okay. And when you say you say brown to green, the green obviously is like clippings and whatnot. Um, but then the brown yeah. is just the soil. Brown and green on this handout. See. So they can't. So what are some good examples of green? That Yard waste. Uh, just like green yard waste. Not green yard waste. Yeah, you know, you, you're cutting back perennials as long as they're not diseased. Not a good idea to put diseased product into your compost pile, but, you know, it happens. It probably cooks, but... Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're always pr- pruning off leaves off your, your annuals, perennials, trees or whatever during the during the summer. Grass clippings. Ex- absolutely. Grass clippings. Leaves. Like even leaves well, and leaves, leaves and leaves, you want to kind of shred up a little bit if they're if they're large. The finer so textured things are, are the more chopped they are, you'll have more surface area exposed and it'll break down faster. Yeah. As opposed to whole leaves, if for, for example, right. Yep. So if you can run over them with a lawnmower, most yep. people don't have the luxury of having a shredder uh, available to them. But if you just yep. run over them with your lawnmower, that'll break them down in size nicely. Okay. And then brown material. Twigs. Small twigs. Oh. Cardboard. Paper. Okay, so do you call brown leaves green material or brown leaves brown material? What do you call that, guys? (laughs) Well, officially, on on my list here, brown is, well, paper. Shredded paper. You know, you don't want to just put it in the garbage if you shred your documents and stuff. Put it in the compost pile. Uh, paper rolls, cardboard, things like that. Dry weight, dry yard waste, dry leaves, small branches, twigs, sawdust. Yeah. 
I would not have guessed all of that could go into the compost pile. And I think small branches of twigs are great, too, because, again, it's another texture. It keeps things from compacting down so much. They'll break down. You don't want it all to be the same uniformity. Right. It helps get some air circulation, too, the the twigs. And and the green part, there's, like, food products, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff from your kitchen. Banana peels, like you just said. Eggshells, coffee grinds. Pepper tips like these. Pepper tips. Yeah, anything that you're chopping up and you don't use all of or, you know, the tops of the carrots or any of that kind of stuff. Don't put it down the disposal. Put it out in the the compost compost pile. pile. Okay. Yeah. And, And if it ever starts to smell funny... You just need to tweak it one way or the other. Tweak either yeah. the brown or, or the, the green. green. Yeah. Yeah. And then to get it started, you want to just put like a shovel of garden soil on it because it has all the microbes in it to get it started breaking down. Okay. Or we do sell some commercial starter starters. Compost starter, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah. Which is like like a fire starter. It's only like different. microbes, basically. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So we're kind of trying an experiment. Uh, we're doing a compost pile in our chicken yard. Huh, nice. But what happens, you know, they get in and they pull the stuff out <laughs> and peck at it. and So they're going to be the stirrers for sure. The, oh. best, the best part's watching him describe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John acting like a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Wouldn't that be cool if, they don't, if you don't have to turn anything and they do, do all yeah. the work for you? Yeah. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, so far, well, of course, so, so far it's... Uh, uh, not a very big pile, but we'll see how it, how it works out. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Do you have to? So you don't have to worry about like chickens, feces, fecal matter getting into the compost. Well, and that can be part of it. You just have to let it uh, age. Cook long enough. So okay. the nitrogen yeah. uh, depletes. Fascinating. Or the concentration of the nitrogen depletes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Three five six nine three nine seven. So we were talking about bulbs a little bit ago, but I, John brought this to the table, and I think this is just the cutest thing ever. It's a little brown shopping bag kind of thing with a handle on it, but it has um, six months of flowering bulbs in for um, pollinators, bees and, and butterflies. Isn't that awesome? Yes, it is. Uh, it's This particular one has alliums and hyacinths and crocus, two kinds of alliums, actually, but they bloom at different times, so there's six months of bloom. Oh, that's great. Talk and about all, extending your they're season. They're all similar yeah. colors, so you can kind of plan for that, too. You don't even have to think about doing that. Um, it, it, You know what? Everybody wants that year-long flowering in yeah. their garden. Continuous flowering is, is a pretty difficult, not difficult, but it's an involved process. You really have to think hard about it. This is a no-brainer. <laughs> you just pick up the bag. It is so cool. <laughs> and there's um, three different colors, yellow, blue, and, and purple um, colorations, so. I think that's really neat. That is really neat. Yeah, like and this, I want yeah, this one is, is really cool because you have your crocus really early. Early, There's there's short, you know, little, you know what crocus are. And then the hyacinths will come along. I love the hyacinths. And then uh, the alliums usually, what, around late May, June. Yes, usually. The, big, the bigger guys. And this then there's the, the summer allium that comes and blooms later. And each one gets progressively taller? No. No. Okay. Not necessarily. Okay. But they do bloom at different times. Yeah. So here's, and this there's some information. Did you know never nectar contains sugar, vitamins, and protein, all good nutritions for butterflies? Wow. See? Right no, there. No, I didn't. Right there on that package. I didn't know that. All that 
I know. That's it's, it's great. It's kind of fun stuff. And I the, thought they're really neat. There are 50 bulbs in this one little bag. That's what it says. It's a great That's gift. That's terrific. I've never it, opened one. That is a great wouldn't gift. Wouldn't that be cool for kids oh, to yeah. get them started? That is gardening. awesome. What a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to plan for the fall festival next Saturday. Next Saturday, 9 to 5, uh, family fun. Big time. There's games, free games. There's going to be pony rides. There's pumpkin decorating. Petting to Muhammad FFA is going to be here. Yeah. So uh, wonderful members of that are going to be interacting with the kids in the community. Educational and yep. fun games and lots of lots of animals. Yep. Neat. Fun stuff. Yeah. All right. So make plans to I'm join excited. us for that. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. For Thanks, today. Amber. We're glad to be here. Terrific. This has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarber, and Steve Brown. Our producer is Blake Landa. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Have a wonderful weekend, and uh, please try to get out and enjoy some gardening.